0: they're also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw room void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus what's up friends and listeners of will's take on sports i am Will Walker, a.k.a. self-proclaimed greatest sports guru ever. And, yes, my boys took an L on the 10 versus LA wins this game by 10, in my opinion. But if Rozier looks like the guy in the last three games, this game will be closer than I want. But I think Miami makes a statement and blows away the Tigers. Plus, I'm a Kings fan. Hey, the sun still came up today. Um, it's another beautiful day. As a great philosopher once said, every day above ground gives you a chance to improve on yesterday. So on this podcast, but on this podcast, I will recap um, the Canes game um, and other top sports events on the PJ Tour. Um, right now, it's playing their playoff, and the, the final round is going on at the time of this recording. Tiger Woods again fell short. Um, also, going to recap all the games that happened over the weekend, give a response to what happened with uh, with that guy Nick Satan, as I call him, and the way he handled that post game. Uh, interview immediately following the game with um, the 4Lab Network's Maria Taylor. So I'm going to get into that and also some other things. But so, with all that being said, let's get it going. Sit down to Maria with Coach Sabre. All right, Coach, everyone had questions about who was going to start at quarterback when this game started. What answers did you have about your quarterbacks after watching both of them play tonight? Well, I still like both guys. I think both guys are good players. I think both guys can help our team. All right, so why do you continually try to get me to say something that doesn't respect one of them? I'm not going to. So quit asking. now, you guys are winning big games. You know, onward, just... Uh, Good old fashioned resolve. There's there's more we can do. There's this is good. Yeah, I mean I have to play well in order to make it to Yeast Lake and Um I think before I teed off I looked at the board I'd already fallen six spots and haven't teed off yet. You don't let go to work, you go to work? Work, 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 yes, work, I did not have to work today. Um, well, at the time of this recording, I was off work, you know, enjoying this three-day weekend. And the extra day gives me more time to plan and execute my sports podcast. Speaking of execution, three teams with uh, high expectations, uh, the Miami Hurricanes, of course, my team, the Michigan Wolverines, um, who could have used that fictional character Wolverine in their in their game against Not Give a Damn, a.k.a. you know them as Notre Dame. Um, and also Texas, although Texas was playing a very emotional Maryland team in Landover, Maryland. Um, it was basically a home game for Maryland, and they were playing for their fallen teammate that um, they lost during the offseason. So, um, yeah, Texas was playing, was playing an emotional opponent, and that, that emotion carried uh, Maryland to the upset win. But anyway, I'm going to get into those three teams and um, how they had setbacks um, from the opening weekend. Um, Before I get into that, I addressed this briefly in my opening in regards to what Satan and how he handled the Maria Taylor situation. And and you heard it um, in my in in my after my intro music before I came back on. One of the things that really, really upsets me about him is that. He gets like this. He gets a little ornery, and then people pass it. They they give him a buy on it. or the, the media don't call him to task on certain things. But see, I don't work for the Four Letter Network. I don't work for Fixed Sports, and I don't work for Nobody Care Sports Network. I, I can say whatever I want to say. And what I want to say about this, this was just really one of the most. It was really one of the most childish and unprofessional reactions to a question. Maria's Taylor's, Maria teller's job is to ask questions. That's what she does. She's a sideline reporter. She asks them before games. She, asks, she will ask them before they go in at halftime. She will ask them a question when they come out of halftime. And at the end of the game, she will you know, go to the winning coach and ask him a question. Her question was simply something that a lot of people had on their mind. Her question is, is a question that I'm pretty sure was included in his post-game press conference when they, they probably asked him the same thing in regards to his quarterback situation. And he responded to her in that way. Now, I know he apologized and all this stuff, but see, just like how everybody, well, not everybody, but most people in the media and all of you self-righteous folks out there, Put uh, whole sports athletes to um, this high level, and when they or this, or this high horse that you put them on, and when they fall off that horse, or they have a or, or that off that high horse, or they have some type of mishap or some type of setback, you hold it against them. It's always going to be that that transgression that they made that people hold against them. Most people hold against them. So why, since people treat athletes that way, why can't we treat Nick Satan that way? So since he and and this just that just further's my that just further's my disdain for this guy. I don't like him. He's not one of my favorite coaches. Um again, the way he left the Miami Dolphins, I don't I, I respect his success at Alabama. So for those who will, will think this is about hating on him and what he did at Alabama, I I respect his success. His success is, his success at Alabama has set the bar for all other programs and all other coaches to shoot for. That is what it is. But the way he left the Miami Dolphins is one of the things, the reason why I don't like him. I don't care for him. But anyway, so again, back to the situation with him and Maria Taylor, that just furthered my disdain for him. That's all it was. Point blank, period. But let's move on to something positive. All right, it is simply the best, Will Greer, West Virginia quarterback. the guy completed over 70% of his passes. He tossed five touchdowns versus the Tennessee Volunteers. Will Greer and the Mountaineers will be a formidable opponent against Oakie, um, that's the Oklahoma Sooners, in the Big 12. Um, that's that, that particular game between Oklahoma Sooners and the and the West Virginia Mountaineers. Whenever that game is played, I haven't looked it up. It will come down to which defense stops the other team. Um, who which which defense stops the other team's offense enough times? That is just what that is going to be. Will Grill is on a Heisman campaign. I said they showed pictures of last season where he looked a little rough and raggedy or whatever. But this year, as he's making his, I guess you could say his Heisman um, campaign or his Heisman press, he is he's a little more clean cut. But I got I, all that, whatever. All I guess the cosmetics is what that is that makes it look good. But anyway, I'm I was impressed with what the young man did on the field. Very accurate for, and he played like a fifth year senior, unlike Malik um, Rozier. His name is Rozier now. He doesn't want to go about Rozier. His name is Rozier. But anyway, uh, he played like a fifth year senior, and he he led his team to a a, a, a route in Tennessee. I picked that game. I picked. I, I mean, he led his team in a route over Tennessee and Charlotte just want to say, I told you, so I picked that game. I picked um, West Virginia to beat Tennessee. All right, anyway, also, I want to get this to the, Khalil, to the two defenders, Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald. Okay, usually I award the simply the best to something that happened recently on the field. I know these two guys haven't been on the field since last season in the NFL, but it's not – this is all about do that. These boys got paid. I mean, they got paid. They got close to almost $200 million in guaranteed money. You know how – Hard that is to get in the NFL. I mean, I get it that uh, OBJ, Odell Beckham got his money, uh, Aaron Rodgers got his money, but for these two defenders to get that type of money and guaranteed money in a in a collision sport as violent as the NFL is, my goodness, I can't do nothing but give that a simply simply the best performance. And Khalil Mack did not get his money from the Vegas Raiders; they traded him to the, on the Bears um, over the weekend. For his second round pick, apparently John Gruden just was like, "Look here, yeah, whatever." These coaches got just they they got they, they got their egos and things of that nature. But anyway, he traded him on, and now he's a Chicago Bear. Um, Aaron Donald got his money from the Rams, which I mean that's that's good for Rams Nation. Um, the, the the listen the Dominican Sue Aaron Donald parent in the middle is going to be nasty um, if they both stay healthy. That's one of the reasons why I like the Rams a lot in this twenty eighteen season, and no. No, 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 no! I am not rooting for the Rams. I'm not jumping on no bandwagon. I will always be a Miami Dolphin fan, all day, every day. But as far as for picking purposes, um, or predicting purposes, I like what I like the Rams to go very far. Opening weekend, no, simply the best performance for these these teams. Uh, my Miami Hurricanes, the Michigan Wolverines, and the Texas Longhorns. Now, I may mention to this a little bit earlier. Um. Uh, briefly, but right now I'm going to elaborate on it a little bit more. As far as the Canes go, look, it comes down to this. I said before the season started. Even with this matchup with LSU, if Miami's offensive line is not good and Malik and Malik Rosier is still not accurate with his throws, that Miami's going to struggle, and they struggle mightily in this game. I mean, they were they had a thirty point deficit at one time. Yes, they got two late scores in that game when LSU t- uh, took took their foot off the gas a little bit, put in some backups, and Miami was, get a little, was able to get some momentum and score two touchdowns late to make it look somewhat respectable at 33 to six seventeen. But at the same time, I said this, Miami's offensive line is just not quality enough. This is why I will, I can't pick them to beat Clemson. This is why I thought that this game, if Miami's offensive line struggled, they would be in trouble. I still thought they could out-talent LSU and out an experienced LSU but Miami's defense also was lacking in some areas again and then the two big kids that went to the pros early you, you saw the gap in talent. Uh, Gerald Willis played his tail off yesterday um, but there is there's really no quality I guess you could say top level D1 talent that could play on Sundays besides him. Pat Bethel was a hard working guy. He's a lunch pail guy. Um, Nesta, who's the freshman? I can't pronounce his last name. Don't want to butcher it. He's not ready. Um, they got a guy that's a graduate transfer. They call him Tito. There's a reason why he was a graduate transfer. And also, Big John Ford is a red short freshman or a sophomore or whatever he is, but he's just not ready yet. And Miami lost a Miami lost that game in the trenches. They lost the game um, to LSU's to pin weak offensive line, as they were able to push the Hurricanes around. And what was evident when they were up seventeen to three in that ball game, they went for a fourth and one and got it. And at Ned mirror Field, that was just crazy to me. Gerald Willis penetrated, missed tackle, the kid slid around the outside and got the first down. So, but anyway, um, in regards to that game, Miami just didn't. Miami just was over. They were really overwhelmed in the trenches i think athlete for athlete on the outside yes miami is miami's is just as good or if not t- more talented than ls than the lsu tigers but it did not play out that way and again malik rose just he's not accurate he is a all or nothing guy he reminds me of when the um, i'm gonna put this to an analogy maybe that some of you youth or some of you guys I- i'm gonna do a what have you done for me lately type of thing with this all right, when the Golden State Warriors were on their climb, when Mark Jackson was their coach, they were a team that was all bombs. They, they, they lived by the three. They died by the three. They didn't play good defense. They didn't have much of a mid-range game. They didn't want to drive to the basket, but they can darn show hitting them three-pointers between Clay and Steph. Now, before they became a championship-quality team, that's the way they played. That's how they played. So when I look at Malik Rozier in his game, he is all or nothing. He throws bombs. But if you ask him to throw an intermediate right, uh, um, I'm sorry, route um, and lead a guy in a path or in a direct path to make, you know, catch the ball in stride to make, you know, get some run after the catch. It's just not his game. He's an all nothing guy that passed to Jeff Thomas in the fourth quarter. Bomb, boom. He threw he threw another bomb or I guess you could say high floater to um, the the talented freshman Brian Hightower. So it, it's just, that's just the way he is. But anyway, they move on. They got a chance to improve. I know a lot of people want to call for it, call for him to be benched and that thing, everything like that. But see, I don't care what quarterback it is. Okay, no quarterback play. Uh, you're not gonna get quality quarterback play for a guy if he's not getting good blocking up front. That's just point blank. Period. But I think they there may be some type of movement or some type of uh, I don't know, maybe some maybe some juggling going on as far as the quarterback play. But I keep I want to say this. I posted this on Twitter. Watch out for the, the true freshman. Um, jaron Williams. martin rick has raised about this kid and his accuracy he says he don't throw it all he doesn't throw it all the time to the right person or he makes the right read but when when he does make his decision it is accurate and that is one of the main things that Martin rick has harped about malik rosier is his lack of accuracy anyway moving on to the michigan state Wolver- I'm, I'm sorry to the michigan wolverines and what happened to them up in, in uh, touchdown jesus in south bend indiana listen they they their game was somewhat their their uh, play was somewhat similar to what Miami had on labor um, on Sunday night. Basically, Michigan did the same thing. They stung out the first half and then they made a they made a strong push in the second half. Shea Patterson, the transfer quarterback, did not have a good first half. Um, Michigan did not play well defensively again. Another highly towered defense, just like my Miami Hurricanes, that was supposed to come in here and be the strength of their team, or at least be you know able to uh, I guess you could say one of the top defenses in the nation. They did not look like that in the first half. So. Again, everybody wants to say Jim Harbaugh, oh, he's overrated, he's got to get something done, alumni's getting impatient, he didn't come here to lose Notre Dame and all that type of stuff. Listen, he, he's got quality recruits. The man can recruit. He's had top classes, and he can coach. He coached out at Stanford where he didn't have the resources that he have, he has at Michigan. But you cannot win in today's college football or the NFL if you do not have a quality quarterback, point blank, period. There's no elaboration to that needed. You have to have a solid quarterback. And right now, Shea Patterson, although he, he made up for it somewhat, and again, Michigan got a touchdown on, on a, a special teams on a kickoff return. So but anyway, you, you they just did not get good quarterback play. I don't care how stout your defense is, and in and, and in today's college football, it's hard to get twenty-something quality guys to uh be on your defense it's just it's really hard you can maybe get seven eight out of 11 that's starting as quality guys that may have a chance to play on sunday and that's what you that's what um you would you would deem quality um those guys who got a chance to play on sunday and but anyway you just don't get that you just don't get that in today's scholarship reduction roster reduction or whatever the, this dumb thing they do so it's kind of hard and when your defense has been on the field that long and the offense isn't generating nothing, and they keep getting three and outs, and this other team is sustaining long drives on you, and they pounding you down the throat, it wears a defense down. Miami got, I mean, they, they got wore down. Granted, they gave up 20 points. Seven of those points they came that they that attributed to their deficit came off a of pick six. But again, that their defense was worn down. Now on to the Texas Longhorns. Listen, I, I gotta give Tom Herman, I gotta say this man was a class act in what he did. Um, the Maryland, if, if for those of you who don't know, and if you don't, you're not really a sports fan because it's been all over the place. Um, anyway, uh, Maryland came out um, with the with ten men on the field. They wanted to honor the kid because he was going to be a potential starter, or he was start he was fighting for a starting spot on the offense line. So they came out with ten people. Then they took the delay of game, and Tom Herman de- denied the the delay of game penalty. I mean, it's such a class act um, by him. Um, that game had a delay. I was actually watching that game, and it had the longest delay. Um, it was a tight contest. Give kudos to Maryland and what they did. I mean they they stepped up to the they stepped up to the plate and the emotion, and they played well. Um, Texas had their chance. They threw an interception on a on a potential game winning drive by their young quarterback. Listen, Texas fans, just like Miami fans, Michigan fans, Tennessee fans, Texas a fans, UCLA fans. Everybody wants their team to be on top. Everybody wants their team to return to prominence that they remember or when their team was at the top. It's going to take time. I mean, this is the man's second season. Um, just going to be that way. Uh, I thought Texas was overrated coming into the season. I thought the same thing about LSU, but apparently my Miami Hurricanes in that worthless preseason poll was overrated. But anyway, I thought Michigan wasn't one of the, one of the 15 or 20 best teams in the country. I was proven right by that. I just don't, and let me get into this preseason poll thing. I don't like him. I hate the preseason poll. I think it's stupid. I think they should wait till these guys play. And matter of fact, it really shouldn't be a poll anyway. They should just have an 18 college playoff that the NCAA sanctions and runs, not the bowls, not some coaches, football association, or some dumb committee. You don't need a poll if you have an 18 playoff with five power conference champions and three wild card teams. You don't need a poll for that. You, just, you, you can go by strength of, strength of schedule on a computer or whatever, however, or, or the eye test. Whatever you need to do to pick the three at-large teams, it is what it is. But anyway, back to the what I was ranting about, about them dumb polls. Preseason polls are stupid. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, Miami was ranked number eight, but at the same time, like I said, it's worthless. It's, it's what you do from week to week. All you got to do is just win. Survive and win. That's how college football is. Survive and win. And these three teams that I just mentioned, they're not and win, So, hey, now they're, now they're really basically, I guess you could say, counting. I want to touch on a game, another game real quick. AU, I mean Auburn and Washington, tough physical football game. Washington was really, I mean, the fan support for Auburn was ridiculous. But, of course, the game's in SEC territory. You know, kudos to Chris Peterson and Washington to coming out to, um, to, the, south, coming to the southeast to play that, to play that football game. You know, you wouldn't get many coaches don't wanna. They don't wanna lose that first game. They want to play these little cupcakes and all that type of stuff. But kudos to Chris Peterson for for bringing his team down here. But that was a tough physical football game. Auburn's defense is as good as advertised on their defensive line. They are legit. If they can get some kind of pressure mounted on tour uh, and the Alabama quarterback, maybe they have a chance because that's the only team that I think that can stop Bama from having an undefeated season. Seriously, them and Clemson, honestly, because that 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 tour kid is legit. Like I said, I don't care for Nick Saban. I really don't care anything for him. But I got to respect the fact that he has a quality football team down there. He has an extremely quality football team. So I can't take anything from him and what, his, and what he does. you know. But, hey, it is what it is. Alright, that's the band. The band is striking up. I'm getting ready to get up out of here. I'm going to do a NFL preview podcast coming up later on this week that you will hear. Alright, I want to thank everyone that has downloaded and listened to my show over the past five years. Those of you who have really that have shown support to me, thank you so much. You can follow my show on Instagram and Twitter at WWS underscore sports show. Also, follow me on Facebook. Um, you can just simply go to the search and type in Will's Take On Sports. Um, the page will come up like us and also you can drop me a line at my own um in my email at WillWalkerShow at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I've heard from some of you recently since I started giving out my email. I really appreciate the support. Also follow us on Blog Talk Radio, get the latest information you get that you will get information in regard to when a show becomes public immediately. So go to Will's, go to WWW Blog Click subscribe or like, and you'll follow rather, and you will be able to get the episode information immediately as soon as it uploads. Thank you so much. Um, I hope everyone had a safe and enjoyable uh, weekend. Be blessed. Be safe. Say a prayer for somebody. The prayer changes things. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?